Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. This is Brett White, and uh, right next to me on the Rainbow Bridge is <laughs> Ian Carlos Crawford. Uh, and I'm Ashley K. Smalls, um, and I'm with a senior culture correspondent at Vox. Alex Sabad Santos. Hi, Alex. Hi, everyone. Hi. Uh, so we're here for our MCU wrap up. Um, did one last year, and this year it actually is. We're like the end of the year, but also the end of phase four, um, which I think I had to ask you, Ashley, in one of our recordings. I wasn't sure if Ant-Man and Wasp was the end of phase four or the beginning of the next phase, but it's the beginning no, of the next phase, right? I feel like it is, I'm, no disrespect to Scott Lang, but if you think about it more so as the King movie, it's easier yeah. to remember <laughs> that like, it's the start of that. Whole new, yeah, it's a new phase and that we're about to be dealing with some new shit. Yeah. So I guess we'll all get each of your opinions of this specific year in Marvel, um, and then we'll maybe talk a little bit about uh, Phase 4 in general. Uh, Ashley, what have you thought of this year, uh, the MCU stuff that came out this year? Um, honestly, I, I mean, messy in a good way. Um, mm. I am personally happy that they were taking some risk. Some of those risks may have fell flat, yeah. but like, I'm tired of people acting like we wouldn't be complaining if they decided to just rinse and repeat with what they've been doing. Yeah. Um, and so I think they now have a better idea of the voice of the movies that they need of, of how to construct some of the voices around the things that they're doing moving forward. Mm. Like Ant-Man and the Wasp, I mean, well, the Quantumania feels like mm. it's going to probably be very much on brand with um, the voice we're kind of more so used to yeah. from the early phases. Um, but I think they've also now got an idea on the new projects that's that were going, that hasn't been filmed yet, but are going to be in this next phase. I think they have an idea of, some of the things that they can do in terms of like creative agency that we might actually like. So yeah, it was messy, but like when you wrap up one part and you need to figure out what works for the next, I think that's the way that it's supposed to be. And I'm on some level, I'm happy for that, but yeah, they could have done better on some, some things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brett. No, I agree with that. I think that, you know, baseline, anything Marvel, I'm going to enjoy cause I'm basic mm. <laughs> like that. So it's like, you know, I, I enjoyed pretty much everything that came out, but I do, I, I am glad there were a lot of risks and I think that like what we'll remember from this year is probably like the characters that were introduced, because like even if, you know, a show wasn't your favorite, you know, you still probably liked Moon Knight as a character or, you know, right, you yeah. liked like we, we got Kamala, we got uh, Jen, we got Namor. Like there's a lot of like future A-listers that were uh, that debuted this year. And it all ended with um, a, a Christmas special that um, made me cry uh, 40 <laughs> minutes nonstop. So perfect. <laughs> um, Alex? Huh. <laughs> I'm a I was little... like, Alex is going to be the meaner one. I know it. <laughs> Why have I, I, I mean, yeah. But <laughs> you can't honestly like look me in the face and tell me like, <laughs> sorry what? okay i'm gonna be really cut like she i liked she hulk she hulk was great she hulk mm. was great but yeah some of these some of this stuff was just fine aggressively fine i found myself <laughs> like if we're talking about like the movies i kind of feel like wakanda forever is like the only one i actually cared about like i completely forgot about love and thunder I mean, Wanda was fun in Multiverse of Madness, but that was kind of like, mm. yeah. <laughs> but I think the TV stuff, the TV stuff is so much more fun. And uh, I actually, my favorite thing was Werewolf by Night. 
<laughs> Wait. Don't, okay, because that is what? also one of that is actually one of my favorite things they've put it's out. Um, so good. Um, yeah, favorite thing. Yeah, and like, I feel like no one really talked about it either. Um, I feel like there's like you know a handful of us that are like, yeah, it's great, and then everyone else is like, oh, what is that? Because <laughs> like, I really, mean, the, the homosexuals know that Harriet Sansom <laughs> Harris was in it and was very very good. <laughs> With all the the critiques I've seen towards some of the shows that the MCU has put out, um, primarily She Hulk and then and, and also Miss Marvel from mm. certain people on social media. I, I, I think it's interesting, and I mean that not interesting in that I'm surprised, but like when Werewolf by by Night, which was definitely one of the best projects that the MCU came out with definitely this year, and then really in Phase 4 in general, was not talked about. And it's like, so they gave you what you, I shouldn't say gave you what you were looking for, but they hit it out the park, but that wouldn't have given you any engagement, so you didn't make, you know, 20 videos about it the way you did the shows yeah. that you hated. So I think... And in terms of the comic, like, I was also disappointed about the fact that, like, the conversation around it just came and went. Like, with, like, I saw it trending the day it came, maybe the next day, and then that was the end of it. And it's yeah, like... Yeah, But meanwhile, when She-Hulk was airing, and I didn't watch a She-Hulk episode by episode. I watched it episode by episode till Megan Thee Stallion came on. And then was like, <laughs> right, I'm going to wait until the entire show airs and then watch the whole thing. But mm. yet, because I'm very active on social media, every week I would see viral hate tweets or viral TikTok videos about how people just hated it. And I'm like, how is it I enjoyed myself and can, assist, and can you know, stop myself from watching every episode every week? And apparently you can't. Right. Like, something kick oh. out. <laughs> I also, I think that it, like, uh, it's it's almost like Last Jedi-itis where I'm like, no, the people that didn't like She-Hulk are the people who are the villain of She-Hulk. They are. <laughs> and they're, and they're just, like, I think, like, the overall consensus was that She-Hulk was great, and people enjoyed watching it, but the people that are the loudest are the idiots and the assholes. Right. And so, like, because wasn't it nominated for a People's Choice Award? I think so. <laughs> yeah, like, if you want my stunning She-Hulk endorsement is... I hated Orphan Black and I hated Tatia Maslany as Orphan Black and all those. Did someone show me a video of all those Tatiana, Tatiana's Maslany dancing together? And I was like, this is the corniest fucking goofball shit. She is going to ruin She Hulk. And then every single week, Tatiana Maslany won me over, give her all the awards. And I'm like, yes, that is my stunning endorsement of She Hulk. I was a big hater and I fucking love She Hulk. <laughs> so fucking charming she's so charming <laughs> i think that werewolf by night may have suffered from okay so like before andor dropped uh, a certain oh my god uh i don't even know a certain uh, comic book air quote critic youtuber who gets really mad when they cast people of color as the voices of dogs mm. <laughs> um uh, like was like i've seen the first four episodes and people where are the Easter eggs? Why aren't there any Easter eggs? That's what people care about. Like they, they're missing. They don't understand their audience. There's no, it's yeah. like, and I think like werewolf by night suffers because like, I don't know. Like Jared Leto didn't show up at the end of it. Because yeah. no, <laughs> one of these basic ass man, baby idiots are just no, like, no. where's Dr. Strange. Yeah. How is this connected? And it's, 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 <laughs> I, I do think as we talk about phase, as we talk about this phase, we talk about, um, and maybe slightly compared to the first three, which is basically what everyone does every day. Um, <laughs> I, I think 
I'm very tired of revisionist history around phase one through three. Like everything that came out of it was pure genius. And all of a sudden they 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 dropped the ball. Like we're not going to mm-hmm. sit here and act like when the first three Iron Man movies came out, each and every one of them were heralded as cinematic, you know, experiences or, right. <laughs> or masterpieces. And really what it comes down to is one, social media wasn't as prevalent. Like it existed, but we didn't use it the way that we did now. So we didn't have to care about anyone else's opinions the way that we do. And then two... Uh, was that because it was new, you weren't expecting, you know, some right. random celebrity to pop out. So you took the movie for what it was. And I think for the most part, we didn't go in with some set expectations because some guy on YouTube told us to, or because we really only go to see these movies for Easter eggs or cameos, like certain people, which is, it's, it's not a coincidence that, 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 that started to happen around like in game. Like yeah. they give mm-hmm. you one movie, two movies where the entire experience is all the people you love are going to come together. And now you think that that's what it's supposed to be. Like the whole point of phase one through three was not building up to that point and not expecting to see them everywhere. Um, and it's, it's, it, you know, there's a lot of conversation about like the MCU has ruined the movie experience. And I don't, I don't agree with that. I do think, however, like this creator economy and, and like as much as I love Endgame on some level, I don't want to say ruined the MCU. That's not accurate at all, obviously. But what I do mean is that, unfortunately, Maybe like around MCU. Yeah, you know, it, it, I'm fine with it bringing in more people, but like those people who have decided to make careers are not genuine fans. I'm doing my best to not name drop. But <laughs> oh my god, can you please name drop? <laughs> like, there are certain people who just flat out admit they don't read comics, which is fine. Right, but it's like you you're not in this because you love the stories you're in this because you like the excitement and you're lazy and you don't want to have to go through the thrill of the build up that takes several years yeah you came in around infinity war it's very clear and so everything was already built already and now that you have to wait for things to be built all over again you're having a fucking hissy fit and talk about <laughs> it's the end of the end of the mcu like we're even if you didn't like she hulk like with all due respect, like Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, when those movies came out, they they got mixed reviews. Yeah. Oh, the first yeah, two did. Thor movies, I mean, they still, yeah. you know, they, 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 Thor and Dark World still to this day gets gets uh, gets flat. That yeah. first Captain America movie uh, sometimes gets called boring. Yeah. Like, yep. And I say this as someone who I personally enjoyed them. And also because I was young, of course, I you Iron Man explodes something. I'm going to think that's the best thing to ever happen in cinema when I was 12 years old. But like... <laughs> That but like when you like those movies were not some some masterpieces you are trying to make them out to be. Also, you are thirty or pushing thirty. It could just be that your taste in movies or, or has forty or forty. Or forty. <laughs> I'm really no, but I'm I, no because you guys have see forty. I think is like that age where you are getting like, guys. Well, to be fair. I oh wait! Please go that. on. Please go on. Let's hear this. <laughs> oh man, make me feel better. <laughs> the millennial. Uh, this is me. Uh, the, the baby millennial trying to get her way out of this. No, <laughs> like, I'm talking about a very specific uh, group of, of no, I know, yeah. men, but not only men, yeah. um, who just can't like let go of the fact that like you have set expectations of your like 13, 14 year old self, maybe even younger, and you're expecting these movies to hit you at almost 30 years old in that same way and it's like it's possible and i would actually even hope that as someone who is in your 30s or your 40s your your taste is not the same that it was 10 years ago and that's okay and it's like they can't like i think i'm torn between is it that your taste has changed 
Or is it maybe that like at your big ass age, you want some, you know, oh, I hate to use the term theme park excitement because it just proves Martin Scorsese right. But like, <laughs> and this is why I hate these groups of fans because that's all yeah. within the past two years is prove oh, that yeah. man right. Like you're in the yeah, front row of Black Adam with your phone out yelling because you see Henry Cavill and it's like, do you not oh, look right. like that person who gets on a roller coaster and gets to the top and tries to film themselves for TikTok? Like, you just... <laughs> You know, it's just like, please, like it's, it's, it's supposed to be fun. I'm not saying you can't critique them. Of course you do. I do them all the time. I do them from the first 20 minutes in, but like, right. let's just like stop with this idea of like acting like those first three phases were, were, were just nothing. So much right. of it was mistakes. And that's how we got to, I don't want to say perfection that is in game in infinity war, but those movies are a different level of excitement because yeah. they learn from those mistakes. Let them make yeah. the fucking mistakes, please. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, no, wait. I, TLDR, I think we could say MCU 2022. Okay. Aggressively. Okay. MCU fans 2022. <laughs> not good. <laughs> Very no, bad. It's just soured, it's, soured the entire experience it's, for me. It's weird because I will say I am a big, I'm a big, like, I hate Stan culture in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, it used to be like, pop star stands the gay ones online were like the ones i was scared of most and hated most and now i'm like man now the things that i love the stands are becoming the stands i fucking hate and like mm-hmm. you know i i i this is primarily right like a buffy and marvel podcast i tweeted once about like a certain sect of the buffy fandom those fans were like in my mentions and i'm like i am a buffy fan though like i am a fan who's saying yes these fans are toxic like I, I don't know what else you want from me. Like you are proving your point. And someone was like, well, we have to be toxic because you people put us down. And it's like, one, get a life. <laughs> you, you people. <laughs> Two, like, just like, <laughs> shut up. I don't know. Like, I don't, the toxic stand stuff makes me nuts because also running this podcast. And I'm sure like also the three of you, it's like, we're not like, I'm like, yeah, sure. You didn't like that. Okay. Like, I'm not like one of those people that's like offended if you didn't like something. Um, and like, I get both ends of that spectrum on Twitter when I, I'm like talking Marvel stuff from Slayer Fest because it's like the annoying people that are just like, well, everything Marvel is the same. And if you like Marvel, you're not like a cinema fan. And it's like, you're fuck right. Off. I don't. <laughs> yeah. But then there's also the, <laughs> the annoying stands that, like, you know, Ashley, like when we reviewed Eternals, said, like, have you ever even watched a Marvel movie? Like, and both sides are so fucking annoying, right? <laughs> and it's like, how about we sit in the middle here? <laughs> I can't get mad about. I can't get mad about. Uh, just look at the world, man. <laughs> like I feel like a lot of these people just don't understand like the uh, context and scale of what to actually be mad about. To like, yeah. I don't. I don't care. I don't care about <laughs> any of this stuff as much as I do. Uh, things that I won't talk about because they're real life stuff and they'll make us all sad. This is my escapism. And so I don't like, I don't know. Getting mad about your escapism is very, I guess focus on what you like. I I just find it kind of embarrassing about it as well. It's like, listen, you have to go into your movie knowing that someone is going to walk out and say, I didn't like that. Just deal with it. It's it's like, I I know people joke on online about you need to go outside and touch grass, but like actually, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, you do need to go outside and have real face-to-face conversations. I do feel like people got very used to the fact that they can hide behind their phones. And so yeah. they just got used to being able to say whatever that they they wanted. 
um, and not really being able to handle an actual conversation, especially one where, oh my God, someone feels differently than you. It's not going to be the end of the world. They're not going to stop with an internal sequel because, you know, right. oh my goodness, this this podcast didn't like it. Like it's that's right. not how it's going to work. But yes, some people aren't going to like it. And that does not mean also, if I'm being honest with you, I feel like they knew we were more so fans because I'm like, all the people on social media right now dragging the fuck out of Eternals, waiting for y'all to say something so they could drag y'all back and you didn't say nothing to them, but had all right. the smoke for like the one podcast that was like, <laughs> let's make sure we find something positive to say. But yeah, we didn't overall really enjoy it. Like that's another reflection of it as well. Like y'all, y'all know. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I mean, you- I think it, I think it's just kind of embarrassing to be like I stand an entertainment company. Like, do you imagine <laughs> like fucking dying over like being like, oh my god, I must stand Marvel an entertainment studio juggernaut. Like, please, <laughs> do you imagine if you went your day about like that? Like, I could not. Like, like I, I think definitely if it's, it's at a, a company, point. it fucking yeah, makes I mean, a like, billion dollars. It does not care about you people. like that. It <laughs> doesn't care about you like that. It, you going like, I could not like. Could you imagine? Can you be like? Can you imagine being like, "Hey, Albertsons," or like, "I'm gonna fucking like go to war." For fucking Wegmans. No one like, fucks with JC Penny on my watch. <laughs> yeah. I could not imagine that. Couldn't be me. But so I do think uh it I when going into this, I was like, oh, there's so much, there's so many shows, but this year we only got three. Cause last year we got one, two, three, four, five shows. This year we got three. And last year we got one, two, three, four movies. This year we got three. So we didn't it felt like we got a lot this year, but I guess because there was a lot of space before we started getting it, maybe. Um, well, and we also got the two, you know, Guardian Special, Werewolf by Night, and then also I Am Groot, which is low-key one of the best things of the year. <laughs> it's so good. That is, okay, that's the one thing I haven't watched, I will say. I thought that was last it's, year. Every episode's like three minutes, and they are adorable. And yeah, just- I watched like two. I know I watched the first one, definitely, and then was like, it's definitely adorable, but I was like, alright, I will make sure my little godson uh, watches it, sees <laughs> the audience for it, and not me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think... I agree with what you said about the this phase in this year, Ashley, too, that like some of it has been like hit or miss, but I am like, sure, like, let's take more risks. Let's, you know, Shang-Chi and Eternals. Like, I loved Shang-Chi. I despised Eternals, but both of them for me were at least like trying something new. Um, and even with Eternals, you know, I did love Chloe's direction. I love mm-hmm. that it was different in... How do I even explain this? Because it's like, I love the worst sex scene that I've ever seen. <laughs> that was my yeah, favorite yeah. part. I, see, now that lets you know how much because I completely wiped that out of my mind and tried to act <laughs> like it. Um, but and like in the sand, like, no, thank you. I, I hope they do still learn. Like there were things that they did like well, and I feel mm. like the things that they were best that they most were, could have been able to benefit from, they gave us very little of it. Like yeah. we didn't get. Um, we didn't get some of the the characters until like an hour into the to the movie, yeah. Yeah. and it's like, why would you why would you do that? Like, why? Well, if your main it? character is the little bitchy girl, that's super annoying. Wouldn't you just like pull? <laughs> and it that's off? what I'm saying. It's like you, you did so much of this main character who was really not able to didn't have the personality to hold this to keep our interest, and that was like definitely one of their. Uh, 
It You're talking about Cersei, right? Because yeah. I'm like, there are, which I was like so vague. Well, <laughs> I'm trying my best. No, to I hate you. Sprite. Sprite, Sprite yeah. is the worst. Was her Sprite? Was she the main? Because I'm like, yeah, they're so. Cersei, no, Cersei. I I like Cersei, but because the movie was primarily on her, and she was not an interesting character for me. Yeah, that was a lot of what did me in in terms of not liking it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, I hate I hate Sprite. She's very very whiny child. Um. <laughs> yeah, Nikki but- should have been Cersei. Because honestly, from She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. In the comics, her personality is more in line with yeah. that. Yeah. Than what, yeah. And honestly, yeah. that would have been the type of personality to have me excited for how long that movie yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. <God>. Yes. <laughs> um, but so, like, I think that they took some swings, and I appreciate that we're taking the swings. I do. But I also agree with Alex that, like, the show, the show stuff, even, like, you know, Ashley, when we reviewed Moon Knight, I do think... I, I forget who said this at the top of the episode, even though like we didn't love the show, I do think he was a good character. And I like, I liked mm-hmm. Layla and like, oh, yeah, I, I liked the characters. I liked the world they put it in. It just, I mean, I feel like we kept saying this the whole, Ashley and I covered every episode together and we kept being like, this is going great, but I don't see how they're going to wrap this up. And then it was like, we had two episodes left and it was same critique. And then it was one episode and it was like, oh, they're going to smush it all together. That's what they're yeah. trying to do. <laughs> Moon Knight feels like he actually has the problem I just critiqued. Uh, where like I was, I think that Moon Knight could have benefited from having actual Marvel characters in it, just in terms yeah. of just because the show felt so hollow because there were like two people in the entire thing. Yes, you know, like most of the characters were Oscar Isaac, and so like we didn't have a cast, and that's why shows like Ms. Marvel and She Hulk felt like so much more cohesive of yeah. shows because they had episodes and characters who all had multiple art who did more than one thing. Yeah. Know, yeah. In the span of time. And, and so like, that's why like, you know, Moon Knight as a show maybe should have been a special, maybe it should have been like a 90 yeah. minute movie or something, but like, I'm really interested to see how does moon, how do moon Knight and she Hulk interact, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. How do I, Namor and moon Knight enter? Like, these are things that like, Oh, I can't wait to see when that happens. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I very much agree with that because I do. Yeah, like again, I think Oscar Isaac, Moon Knight will be fun to see interact with other people, and like I, that is a thing that especially with a lot of these characters, um, I'm like excited for them to like be in a like you know, and it's not like we're saying like, oh, I need why haven't there been crossovers? Just like oh, that'll eventually happen and that'll be fun, um, and you know, even something like werewolf by night like that's also a big swing and it fucking worked for me like Mm -hmm. that's completely different than anything they've done before it was still comic booky elsa was like a character made for me to love like i also i think that i wrote this article from uh for decider about how i think that um i honestly think the biggest story out of 2022 might be the special the special presentations because it Telling a director or Marvel or Kevin Feige or anyone, hey, you have 30 to 40 minutes. Here's your budget. The stakes are so low because we're not releasing this in theaters. It doesn't have to, you know, it's it's bonus content on a streaming service that everyone already has. <laughs> so it feels like they right. can take these insane risks to do a black and white universal horror style movie and then to also do a straight up unapologetic Christmas special with original songs and animation. Like, So I'm very excited to see what we get next year. I mean... A Same. lot, because also a lot of these actors, you might not get them for the two months or what, or the year that a movie is commitment for. But you might be able, hey, you know, 
uh, Oscar Isaac and uh, America Chavez. Oh, right. God, what's her name? Oh, uh, Jotil Gomez. Um, do you guys want to team up? Right. <laughs> it would yeah. take like a, a week and a half. <laughs> oh my God. That would actually, that would actually be really fucking cool if they did like, because yeah. that used to be, it didn't, wasn't it team up a comic or was it Spider-Man? Team yeah. Marvel up? team up. Marvel. Yeah. That would actually be a great series of like special presentations, like yeah. 30 minute team ups between disparate characters two actors that you could get that week or whatever right. like yeah yeah that would i think be that fun. that's i think that is opening up the world of the mcu in a very fun way if they continue down the path that they established and speaking of that is the one thing i will give absolutely give this credit for is that it does feel like we've opened the universe more with phase four um and just like even this year, like the, it feels like the shows especially are opening the universe, doesn't it? Like, yeah, we're get we're able to get, and also we get to spend more time with the like I I remember when they talked about Ms. Marvel, I kept saying I wanted it to be a show because she has such a good, she's like Spider Man, right? She has a good cast of human characters that like support her, and I was glad they made it a show because of those characters, you know, if that were a movie, most of her friends would have just been like one character or like those three characters are like just in two scenes. And then at the end they come in to like, be happy. She saved the day. Yeah. Uh, and I think that having that as a show where we can focus scenes on the human characters and it doesn't take away from the main story. Like, I think that really works. Um, and like, even with Miss Marvel, it did get weirdly bloated at, at some point, but then they like solved that bloated problem and they did land. the end. I do think that final episode was very good. Um, yeah. Because that is a, I will say the one issue, all the previous Hawkeye for me, and I think Ashley and I talked about. So I think Hawkeye is one of the most underrated ones. Yeah, I definitely. think Hawkeye had like a really good full story, mm-hmm. um, and they landed the ending. Whereas I don't think even WandaVision, which is like my most beloved thing, didn't for me quite land the ending. Um, and so mm-hmm. I've been, li- I like that. I mean, Moon Knight didn't either, but I like Ms. Marvel did. I felt like She Hulk did. Um, and especially She-Hulk opened up the universe a lot with like showing us there are a lot more like randos that we don't know that have superpowers, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because prior to that, it felt like, no, these are the only like the characters we see on screen are absolutely the only people with powers. Um, and, you know, I talked about this a lot, even when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one, when uh, Ruth Nega played a woman who eventually became an inhuman. And they kept being like, well, she can't wait, wait, wait. be. Can we have a moment of silence for the Inhumans? <laughs> <laughs> Officially died this year. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Ms. Marvel, no longer an Inhuman. Her destiny has been fulfilled. I, I, still, have, I still have hope for that. I don't... I, <laughs> I'm oh, and, for what? Yeah, maybe I just have to, for the I, Inhumans? I have, no, I have... Like, like, because they called her mutant, but mutant can be... Like yeah, it can be anything. They didn't yeah. say mutant. They said that it was a mutation. Like right. yeah. human yeah. DNA is technically a mutation as well. Um, it's just that they don't have the X gene, which mutants do. So mm. I'm hoping that that is going to lead into a conversation around genes about the Inhumans. You want I the like- Inhumans back? No it does. Like it. I will. Like I don't. I don't give a shit about the Inhumans. But it is like Black Bolt and Medusa are big deals. Just I, in terms I care of more so about the characters. Like I know. Yeah. Like I. 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 I don't know. I don't feel great about uh, Miss Marvel's story. Uh, ended up being tied into the mutants. I don't know how I. I don't know how I feel about that exactly just yet. So, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm happy to hear. I'm happy we heard the music. I'm happy they know to give us X-Men, you know, soon. I mean, I know they can't really quite yet, but at least they're doing... Um, they're talking about it. 
Yeah. They gave us a lot this year, like that Wolverine, Easter Egg, and She-Hulk, Professor X, yeah. uh, Namor. We did get X-Men news because yeah. Logan is going to be in Deadpool 3. So, yeah. even though yeah. it wasn't a direct like thing, we did get we did get a mutant. Like, I mean, what well, we do true. have mutant news. We have the X-Men animated series that's coming. I'm going to be very honest with y'all. Like, like when X-Men become more part of the conversation, like, because <laughs> I never cared. She didn't say never cared, but like, that that was my life. That was my childhood more so than the Avengers, which I know. Oh, yeah. oh God, yeah. Same. I mean, uh, know yeah. now. No, so, like, everyone like just... the whole entire idea of like the Avengers is so wild because like for the nineties and like a lot of the eighties and also the two thousands a little bit. Like the yeah. Avengers were the B team. Like they were literally. <laughs> it was literally there were thirty like bajillion X Men books. There was right. like. X-Men, Los Angeles, Suburb. <laughs> and then it was just like, oh, here's an Avengers book. <laughs> oh, and it's like people don't remember that the only reason the MCU even exists is because when Marvel Studios formed, they were like, uh, what characters do we have the rights to? Oh, right. all these leftovers, Thor, Iron Man, <laughs> Captain America. So it's like the biggest movie franchise of all time exists because they weren't successful yeah, enough for Mar- yeah. for anyone else to want their movie rights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I, I have loved all the X-Men like things dropping. And I forgot that you're right, Ashley, we did because Deadpool three is happening and Disney owns it. So like yeah. Wolverine's gonna be there. Uh, yeah. poor, I, poor you Jackman and the, the HGH alleged HGH <laughs> that, that man's body is going to be put through <laughs> that whole cycle that that man's body oh. is going to be put through I, one more and time. I I will say like I I remember reading and I think I said this there in there I I remember reading a bunch of spoilers because fucking Slayerfest 98's Instagram Discover page is always full of spoilers of whatever the newest MCU thing is but mm-hmm. I use it to like populate our Insta story and shit like that so I always end up seeing spoilers like right away. And I remember them saying, like, I remember reading a spoiler, telling a coworker about it because it was so fucking stupid and there's no way it was happening. And it was that Wanda goes evil and kills everyone in the Illuminati very easily, including Professor X. And I was like, well, that would be fucking stupid. Why would they why would they bring Professor Xavier in just to kill him real quick if we've never seen him in the MCU before? Wah, wah. And then, and I remember telling a coworker the next day being like, oh my God, I read the stupidest fucking rumor that she like explodes Black Bolt's head, that she kills Professor Xavier and like, there's no way they would. And then they did. So now every time I see like a, a leak or whatever, I'm like, I don't know. It could be true. I don't fucking know. So the thing I do hope is true is that we are building up to like a secret wars that like can have some of the Fox characters, but also it be like the swan song for the fox character yes god please yes yes, i swear if they do not hard reboot if they do not break the sega genesis hitting that reboot button so hard (laughs) that's like i'm not even that excited about hugh jackman coming back because i'm like he better not be the mcu's fucking wolverine like this is it we are done get someone new like they, they right. forced that continuity so hard. Oh, I, I I'm, I'm going to turn Slayer better. Fest into an X Men podcast. <laughs> that is my goal. Uh, Ashley, your disagreement? Yeah, no, I I'm very much like I, my friends are going to make fun of me, but yeah, no, I'm obsessed with Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, and if it was not for him, <laughs> he I is my favorite. What I do want them to do is if they can use this in any way to bring in Daphne Keene's X twenty three. Yeah. I would yeah. very much, I would, I would love that personally. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm torn on one hand. I'm like, yes, I watched that man since what? Oh my God. 
2001, uh, 20 Yeah. So he's, t- he's dominated a very, very large part of my Oof. life, but I'm sorry, but he did what he was supposed to do. So it's like, like he's the yeah, only, so. he's the only version of Wolverine that I even remotely care about. And he is actually aging into the role. Yes. Like he does have well, the miracle role that like the older he gets, it as works. long as just let him be, let him be thick. He doesn't need to be cut. Just yeah. make him like like a what like a muscle bear daddy person. <laughs> just just give him that body. You, don't put this poor yeah, like you said, don't put this poor man's body through <laughs> another round of steroids again. <laughs> Alleged. 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 We don't, yes. we don't want That's to the get journalism. Slayer. We don't want to get Slayer Fest. <laughs> fucking soon. No, I mean, I'm talking about the comic books, mutant growth hormone. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Also, like Wolverine's supposed to be five foot three and just extremely. Don't, hairy. I don't. I don't care. He is now six foot one and he is Australian. Do you understand? He's not from Canada I, anymore. Like, look. I will, <laughs> I will say this. I'll even let go of Chris Evans as captain. I, I'm very no. We gotta. We we all right, move on. <laughs> here's the here's the worst pro. Here's the worst thing about Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, and you can fight me, but <laughs> the problem with the Hugh Jackman's Wolverine was that in the 2000s, studios were obsessed with making Wolverine like the center of every single thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. it was and it was just so insane to just like every comic book, every animated show was just Wolverine front and center. And this is like he's a shitty X Men. No one cares about his fucking little powers. Fucking shitty, shitty little made of metal, and you're and the and the villain that you're going up against can control metal. That is the shittiest little character, and we have to watch an X Men fan had to watch this entire like this entire universe boiled down and under the focus of Wolverine. But and I think it, and the, they need to stop thinking just because we like an actor <laughs> that means we like the character, and then start putting him as like I love Wolverine in terms. I do like Wolverine as a character. Not enough for him to be the center of the comics like they were doing. I like seeing Hugh Jackman in the center because he was doing what he needed to do in terms of being into that role. So I understood why the movies did that. What the comics do too often, and I understand why, because it's like they're trying to get people to buy it and people are going to see the movies. So they're hoping, okay, let's let's ramp up this one character. Um, And like they really fucked up there because it's like that's not Hugh Jackman. That's that's the actual. And unfortunately, you are you're over you're overestimating (laughs) how uh, movie fans are willing to become comic fans too many of them actually will still never yeah. visit a comic book store yeah. they should have stuck to the way that the x-men has always been built and that's where our comics our x-men comics in the early 2000s really got fucked up but that's not i, I think i think this ties into a big to 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 talk about uh wakanda forever this kind of ties into like <laughs> i loved that movie but the only thing I could think the entire time is Letitia writes an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, I love the character, but the actor, I'm like, we're, we're, we're elevating her to essentially a list status. Like she's black Panther now. Yeah. And it's just, I, I kept wondering, cause like, I kept wondering what was the conversation when she was up across the ocean yeah. and she wouldn't come back cause she wouldn't get vaccinated. And then like the press tour where she was always paired with uh, Lupita or deny. And it's like, did what leash are they keeping her? Like what? I'm, I mean, they buried what is the contract. Her. They completely I, they buried her. Out of the movie. <laughs> there there was there was no press tour for her like it yeah. should have no, been well, like she, she was everywhere but never talking <laughs> yeah. yeah 
And I think, I mean, she did say she apologized, right? Like she did yeah. have that post with, um, and I do think that was a little bit unfair of the Hollywood Reporter, yeah, uh, yeah. to to lump her in with right. like Woody Allen and Roman Polanski. Oh yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what? Yeah. But they were like, it, it was this whole thing was on Letitia's Instagram. Basically, like the Hollywood Reporter was like, well, what do you do in an Oscar? person a person with oscar hopes has like a troubled personal life and they were and they put they lumped her in they lumped her and will smith in with with rowan place and woody allen and you're just like well (laughs) like (laughs) and she did she said she apologized look i i am going to and i know i'm very biased here i'm not i mean i i wouldn't call myself necessarily letitia wright like fan um, but I, I'm obviously very clearly a Black Panther fan. I have a lot of sympathy for her and the, everyone in yeah. the past because of the death of Chadwick. Um, and also, all right, I'm going to just go out and say it. If Chris Pratt can have the career that he has. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Little, ah! And the only time he gets brought up is when we do it. And then he can get all the Avengers to assemble and defend him. Then, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm not about to hold this, you know, too much against her. I mean, well, it's the same with Evangeline Lilly as well, because we're about right. to have this whole thing. And she was more vocal than Letitia. Yeah. Yeah. Letitia made that one post. And um, I'm not here to defend anything she said, but to be I, I'm and I'm I'm 100% willing to to take on the fact that, like, you know, I'm, I'm being very biased here. But she made the one post. It was very early in COVID. She was skeptic. We also need to take into consideration Black people's history with vaccinations and the medical, mm-hmm. um, you know, industry in America specifically. Um, I don't share those same views even, you know, closely, but I always have sympathy towards, uh, black people who, who feel that way, because I know mm-hmm. it's, it's not coming straight. It's not unlike other groups. It's not coming from a matter of conspiracies and just YouTube videos. Like there's a, it's not Evangeline. Yeah. Right. You know, it's a history. Jesus. I know Leticia isn't American, but she does a lot of work here and stuff like that. So it's like, respectfully, I, I do understand sometimes what they're saying, even though I never, ever agree with them. And so mm-hmm. I am always, I do my best to still offer grace in that situation. And yes, we do have several other stars who are leads in the MCU who have done something similar and never have to deal with much of the flack. And right. so I say we just offer her grace. She's apologized. She's not done anything even remotely close to that since um, filming Wakanda Forever you know, I, I, I'm just like, look, if, 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 if Chris Pratt is to continue to be the actual face of a franchise for all three movies, even though he was the least interesting character, then, you know, I'm, I'm, we're good. Then I'm going to, you know, but let's, let's let her rock. She did one. Well, and it's also like if Evangeline Lilly gets to go to uh, what, a D23 and be on stage. Yeah, and exactly. Like, She's, you know, when she was literally protesting with yeah. a sign out in front of like, it was at, like a QAnon rally. Yeah, something like that. And then it was yeah. like the trucker. And then it was the, 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 the drivers as well. Yeah. Right? I think it was the truck drivers who didn't want to get vaccinated or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some type of protest. And like, this didn't even have anything to do with you lady. I don't think that, like, like, what do so you wait, know? So about- Evangeline Lilly is like QAnon mania. <laughs> basically. God. What well, well, yeah. uh, okay. Well, let's, I want to get us back to talking about the. Um, so. Wait, let's right, talk well, about X-Men more. <laughs> <laughs> I am very. Yeah. Alex, you, you remember we had the summer of X-Men. I, I am very looking forward to covering all the X-Men. Did stuff. you guys do the animated series already? Did I miss we, that? We just did a few parts of it. 
Um, because I do always have the animated series in the back of my head as something I would like to cover, like episode by episode. Like I think it would be fun. Um, so we did uh, Night of the Sentinels, uh, Days of Future Past, and uh, the Dark Phoenix Saga, and I think mm. maybe something else. Uh, One Man's Worth um, were the like things that we did covering for our like Summer of X Men. And I like have yourself a Morlock Little Xmas. Also, yeah, also <laughs> covered that uh, two Christmas okay. ago. Oh, I didn't know you did. Yeah, <laughs> um, I just that cartoon is again. I'm the same way with you, Ashley. Like that was. I remember the the way true. the way I got into comics was the X-Men arcade game, playing it on the boardwalk down the beach, not knowing it was bit like, I just thought it was a cool video game. And then that was like the only arc that and street fighter, the only arcade games I ever beat in an arcade. And then the cartoon coming on and being like, Oh, they're making a cartoon of that, uh, like video game. I like, <laughs> and then it was like, Oh wait, this is a comic book. And that's how I got into comics. Um, yep. So like the X-Men, yeah, the X-Men are like my beloveds. Um, and like, I can't wait to be able to talk about them more. And I do like that even in She-Hulk, we got her asking Kevin and like, we are, it does feel like we're getting there. I do think my like one thing is I do feel like maybe because of all the secret war stuff that they're keeping the X-Men till after, like they don't want to even. Well, also there's the rumor and I, at this point, I really, really think it's true. Um, The rumor that they can't really, the only time they can use the X, if they ever do anything with the X-Men, it has to be with the actors from the Fox universe until the contracts are up. And I think their contracts are up for like another um, year or two or something like that. Um, um, and I think that makes that sense. That makes sense. Because yeah. when you look at the X-Men who we <clears throat> have gotten, it's all been old actors. Evan Peters, Quicksilver, Patrick Stewart's um, Professor X, and yeah. now we're getting, Lo- we're getting Hugh Jackman's Logan. So on some, I, I think there may be some, I think there's some truth to that. Uh, yeah. considering- God, then can we let Anna Paquin fly? <laughs> Damn it, just break. <laughs> Put her in Secret Wars and actually let her be the rogue she always wanted to be. Yeah. yeah. I, I, man, I really thought in that first X-Men movie when she got Magneto's powers that they were just going to retcon it and make it seem like she got those powers through Magneto. Which well, that's what right? happened in the Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. White. Like, what, what was the point of that? No. <laughs> um, but so I, I do think I, I, I am looking forward to, I will say the thing, because I'm baby, and like, this is like one of the things that I feel like people will be like, oh, Marvel fans. But like, I do miss a team movie. It's not like I need it to oh, be God, Avengers, yes. but I just miss like a superhero team movie because I think they're a lot of fun. Um, so I have, I will say that's the one thing I'm missing. And I'm very excited because phase four is, that's Kang Dynasty, right? Or phase five? Yeah, phase five yeah. would be Kang. Yeah. Um, um, and so I'm excited that like we will get an Avengers movie out of that because I do like seeing all of them together. This felt like the phase one of post Endgame, which kind of was, right? We're kind of like reintroducing characters, um, giving them more story. I, I, I feel like the only the my biggest biggest fucking gripe, which I know Brett will co-sign. I don't know if it's your biggest gripe, is that I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with these characters, but I'm so annoyed at what they did with Wanda. Like I'm very yeah, like, it's the it's the the blight of the entire yes. uh phase as far as I'm good. The building her up and then the tearing uh, her down. And I'm like, you know what? I'm fine if you want to tear her down. Wanda gets torn down all the time. But put thought into it. Yes. <laughs> Do it yes. better. Um and I will say that that is when the crazy Marvel stands come for me. Literally anytime I say something about multiverse of madness, oh boy. I had to because turn off like it a lot yes, or because yes. okay okay I mean I've uh... I turned off the comments because I did like a post about like 
it was like Dr. Strange saying to Wanda, and what do we do next? And her, and I'm like edited to say that she was saying character assassination. Mm. Boy, I got so many like, oh, you hate Wanda. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, of course, you're not a Wanda fan. And it's like, no, (laughs) I am. That's why I'm mad at this. Well, it's funny because like like, you're on the same side because those all those Wanda fans love that she is fucking a powerhouse and like have to like in their minds keep her going because she's been killed off. Right. Right. Like it's like all those people online, all those Wanda MCU fans who are very different than the Wanda comic book fans (laughs) are just like you have to like you you're literally making a fan cam because marvel fucked up your character so bad (laughs) like it wrote her into a corner and now she can't get out of it and now it's just like well maybe elizabeth olsen will be in like vision quest and it's just like maybe yeah like and it's just like oh maybe we have to it's like okay well you built this really great character and we went there with it I mean, I didn't like the end of WandaVision, but I did think it was great character development for yeah. obviously uh, Wanda, only for it to a, a year later um, become <laughs> what it became. Um, immediately get crashed under immediately. a mountain. Immediately. And I, I mean. <laughs> I, I, you know, the thing with a lot of fans on social media is that they don't allow, and I think sometimes it's on purpose and other times because their minds don't allow them to, they just don't allow any nuance. And it's like, hey, it's completely possible this person really likes this character, but unlike you, they're not going to just act like everything and anything associated with this character is perfection. Um, Oh, yeah. And they just can't, they can't either comprehend it or because their parents didn't do a good job of keeping them. (laughs) Um, they weren't raised right. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's because it's, it's a very young, it's a young base. Usually, to, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes yeah. you're grown ass people, and that's a whole right, other yeah, conversation yeah. itself. <laughs> but like, you know, it's it's it is sometimes very young people who just like have tied their entire identity to these characters, and so yeah. they don't allow themselves to dive a little bit deeper. Like, like they don't allow themselves to consider, oh, I can like this character and still criticize the direction that these very real people are making with this character. Because if I do that, then I feel like I'm critiquing myself because I've allowed myself to, comp- I've allowed every part of my personality to be about this character. So we can't do that. So everything that this character does has to be good. And anyone who critiques that is the villain. And it's, it's right. sad. Um, but that's really, that's, that's, that's kind of where fandom in general has gone, which is why it's, it is what it is now. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, as we talk about phase four, it is crazy that this started with, with, again, I, I do kind of have, I think I have the same critiques as Ian about WandaVision. Um, even though I do, I overall, like, I still, maybe next to Wakanda forever would say it's still probably my favorite project, even though I would say Hawkeye yeah. is my favorite, like cohesive project. It just yeah. that you know, WandaVision didn't stick the landing, but mm. I was okay with it not sticking the landing because we knew when we were watching WandaVision that they were filming Multiverse of Madness. So I was just certain. Sam Raimi was uh, over there, had no idea, apparently, <laughs> that WandaVision existed. Exactly. Which is such a lie. I, I, I think a lot about the that like interview where like, I think it's Michael Waldron is like, you know, and you got like, we saw WandaVision, which was Wanda becoming a villain. And then the cut to Elizabeth Olsen being like, I was so surprised they made Wanda the villain in Multiverse of Madness. It's, and it's crazy. Like, and it's like, <laughs> right. not, not that she's the villain. That's not really even co- encompassing it completely. I was 100% ready for there to be a villain. And that like, yes. at most an hour into the movie, it was going to switch. Yeah. I'm like, we knew she was mentally unstable at the end of WandaVision. We knew, I'm like, I, I was like, I was so certain this movie is going to start off with her trying to get some redemption for the mistakes she made in, in WandaVision. Yep. And an hour in, she's going to be like, oh, fuck this. I can get my kids back if I work with you, bet. And instead, yeah. you know, they decided, 
I don't I don't know why it is they made the decisions that they made, but it definitely was. Um, I loved Elizabeth Olsen's portrayal, and so in that regard, oh god, yeah. I I, I mean, the, the further we get away from it, the more I am like it is gay canon. Like I do love. <laughs> <laughs> the, more, the more I think about just how much she chewed the scenery and just how unabashedly <laughs> extra the whole thing was, I'm like, yeah, you know, I guess yeah, I kind of I do like that, but. <laughs> I would like to also see that character treated with respect. Yeah. But she had fun. So, so all right. What would be like if you could have like five favorites, five favorite things uh, from phase four and then like a um, two least favorite. Oh what God. would you, what would like, I don't know, or like some, just some of your favorites and some of your <laughs> least favorites. Um, what would that be? What would that look like, Alex? What? <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even, this is, this is off the cuff. He didn't even tell us to do this. I didn't. Do you want me to go first? I mean, I, I I, I can, I can wing it. I don't know. I could do, I could, number one, Namor, Namor's bulge, Namor, (laughs) (laughs) all of Namor. Uh, Number two, Namora. Wow. Am I just going to name every single thing from Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Maybe (laughs) Angela Bass's performance, the costumes in Wakanda Forever, and uh, Five Werewolf by Night was my favorite, was like my, was like a beautiful little thing because I love Harriet Sansom Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Two least favorite things. I fucking Moon Knight. I was just (laughs) could not get into. Why is the hippo surfing on the sand? How many times you have to break this little like, idol i don't know how i how like it, it kind of felt like they just kept it was just like find the idol but then the idols like it was in the temple the whole time i didn't get it um and then i think for multiverse of madness what i didn't like about it is that if you if like as a movie if you're not watching what's yeah. happening in wandavision this movie makes no sense absolutely like yeah. it does not stand alone if you do, like, even if you do watch WandaVision, yes. you're just like, wow, so it's just she goes crazy again? <laughs> it, it's Like, the whole entire, like, I feel like there's a lot of visual stuff and it's a lot of fun stuff that's happening. And it's like, wow, Wanda's a powerhouse. She yeah. is basically a gigantic force in the MCU. But it's also like, this movie makes no sense if you are in, uh, I, if you, if you're, if you're not, if you're not devoutly, a Marvel person. And even then I feel like there's a lot of gaps and a lot of, it's up to the audience to fill in the stuff that should have been in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brett. Okay. I was, I was, I was typing. <laughs> I'm trying to figure. So my, I'll start with the bad. Um, Namor was great, but put him in a fucking speedo. God damn it. <laughs> I do agree with that. That I will agree with. It, yes. <laughs> as a, as a, as a speedo advocate, uh, our, our, he's our biggest, uh, proponent. He's or our tight, biggest or, mascot. Or tight pants, right? Or yeah. tight pants. And they put him in, in those little like boxer briefs and then also CG down his bulge. Come on. <laughs> and Namor is supposed to be hot shit and know it. Yeah. Uh, and then also my least favorite, of course, Wanda and Dr. Strange, uh, of all of, Phase four things I loved uh, the Black Widow versus Yelena kitchen fight or the apartment fight because oh, yeah, I've good. been an unapologetic Black Widow super fan from Iron Man two on and it <laughs> took and they gave me my movie uh, about t- nine years too late I think <laughs> <laughs> eight years should have happened right after First Avengers but whatever um, she, she Hulk and Daredevil fucking 
<laughs> um, just absolutely never knew I wanted it. Now I want nothing else. Um, I don't ship, but I love that. Uh, the, the shot of star Lord looking at Christmas lights in, uh, the holiday special, because <laughs> anytime any special, uh, pauses to appreciate the sincere wonder of Christmas, <laughs> I get very emotional. Same, um, same. I was emotional watching so that, that. Was like that, that just like wrecked me. Um, uh, all of WandaVision, especially the premiere and how they so, beautifully paid tribute to the hard work and artistry of classic sitcoms, specifically like Dick Van Dyke show and like actually wrote the funniest multicam script that I've ever watched uh, that I've watched in like five years or more. <laughs> um, no one can do it as good as apparently the writers of WandaVision. <laughs> uh, and uh, blah, blah, blah. I mean, like, and then it's like, I loved Hawkeye and Loki. Mm. Um, I loved uh, Thor's Thunderstrike look in <laughs> Love and Thunder. I liked the sleeveless. <laughs> I did like that uh, look, yes. He looked God, good. I love it so much. Um, yeah, and then, I don't know, Spider-Man No Way Home happened. I mean, yeah. there's the yeah, others. Oh, and also Shang-Chi, uh, Ming or Zhang, uh, sister. I, I, like, and Aquafina, I thought was great in that movie. And, yeah. Uh, Michelle Yeoh in the MCU again. <laughs> there was a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I Yes, yes. Uh, Ashley, what do you think? Um, okay. I had to write it down. Thank you for making me go last. That was great. <laughs> um, so it's Wakanda okay. Forever, all of it, um, you know, I know we've talked about the Tisha Wright controversy, but she yeah, was, yeah. she was amazing. She, and she, she was, was amazing. Oh, she was. Me, you know, you could see this, uh, I don't, I don't want to tie anything like to her cause I don't know her, her personal relationship with Chadwick, but it's very clear in terms of their, like she embodied both a different type of Black Panther while at the same time carrying his memory in her portrayal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even as, I mean, in, in every regard of it, of course, Angela Bassett, who I've said before, she's my favorite oh. actress of all time. Um, if anyone was to win an Oscar for acting in a comic book movie, I think it, it, it would be Please. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what, I mean, you know, Deny uh, and and Lupita, of course, I mean, literally every, every, every aspect of that. Yeah. I mean, like, you can maybe critique the CGI here and there, because that's just, of course, what we as fans do. But, like, that was that was definitely one of the best things to come out of Phase Four. I'm just going to put that number one. Listen, I'm yeah. even going to say I think the CGI was like at its best that it's I been really, in a long I time. Think that's what I'm now. saying. I'm like I know there are people out there who would nitpick it. Right. It was yeah. obviously definitely better than the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, I don't think anything like I can't think of any specific scenes where it was like, oh god, this is taking away from the movie. I can't. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, Second, I would definitely say WandaVision up until, I mean, to be honest with you, I like the last episode too. I just, mm. I think they fell at the mercy of the fact that uh, MCU said you have this number of episodes and it just was not enough to deliver on that. Well, and COVID, like yeah. they had to rush shooting all, yeah, God. But Ugh, those, those first few episodes before we realized, oh shit, it's Wanda who's crazy. Um like that excitement on social media of every yeah. week, like being on there trying to put the puzzle together. Like, I don't know if anything in, in Marvel is going to compare to that again. Yeah. Like, I know the fanboys yeah. are going to lie because that's what they have to do whenever there's a woman on screen. <laughs> respectfully, like that excitement. And, and even as a comic book fan, because it had me going through my boxes of old comics, like, where are the answers? I have to find them now. Um, <laughs> and so like that, that excitement was truly like a good mix as both a comic fan and, and the world that the MCU was building. Uh, no way home. I did enjoy no way home in general and like, the entire thing. But the main thing I talk about is one, I got Tobey Maguire back in my life and I've waited <laughs> so long that he, next to Hugh Jackman, 
Like, you know, those, they raised me. Those were my, you know, I had same sex parents. <laughs> my two dads. <laughs> exactly. Like they, they, the reason why I'm here right now. And then also, I don't want to say the redemption of Andrew Garfield, but for people who have ever doubted that his portrayal of Spider-Man was not good, yeah. we yeah. now can settle that debate. His portrayal was always excellent. Yeah. Everybody it else Everybody else wasn't doing what they were supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> us seeing like he was absolutely brilliant. He was excellent on screen. Um, and us being able to fall in love with his character portrayal again. Um, and then also the fact that they were able to do with um, uh, Tom Holland's character and give us the, uh, you know, in a way that kind of tied up his story in terms of what we know him as in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting, uh, I shouldn't say old school Peter Parker, but like the Peter Parker, the, the broke Peter Parker everybody loves. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Hawkeye in general, I, I, with the same as Wakanda Forever, I would say the entire thing. Like, it was the best cohesive story from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they tied up Hawkeye's loose ends as Ronan. Um, they gave us more of his grief around Natasha, who deserved to have a lot more. Um, you know, her death kind of got overshadowed with um, Tony's in Endgame. So we got to see that that grief around her for both Yelena and and Hawkeye, who are obviously the two closest people to her in this world. Um and then also just just his story in general. And I think they did, I think um, Kate Bishop's introduction in this movie was one of the best in terms of all the new characters that we've gotten here so mm-hmm. far. Um, next up, and I'm very biased here, but it is also the truth, Jonathan Majors in Loki. Um, oh, yeah. I, I didn't hate Loki. I probably wouldn't put in my top five in terms of yeah. things I got from phase four, but his portrayal specifically that one episode I mean, and that's not even his king. You know, that's that's a right. that was technically a completely different character, and we saw what he could do in captivating us in just one episode. I'm very excited for him in the MCU. I mean, Kevin Feige, every time he's near Jonathan Majors, it's like dollar signs are in his eyes. <laughs> he's completely said like he's putting these next phases on Jonathan Majors. Um, it seems like Hollywood in general is because he's in like every movie. Yeah. Um, but also the fact that like that viral clip of him at the press, um, what was that? It was a conference or uh, the conference. I've, I've been in academia too long. <laughs> it was um, they, but, but some event where they showed us basically the Quantumania uh, trailer and he had the entire crowd rooting for King right in front of um, Paul Rudd. And it's like, <laughs> be able to do that. Like, that's yeah. so insane to me. Like I'm so excited for him. Uh, yeah. They made a good casting decision there. Um, Special mention is Miss Marvel, uh, but I would also say not Multiverse of Madness, but Elizabeth Olsen's portrayal of Wanda in Multiverse of Madness. And I wish she could have gotten a script that would have allowed her to both be the bad bitch villain that she ended up becoming, but one that makes sense within the story. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's very clear. I mean, she is definitely one of the the strongest actors in associated with the MCU who's in the MCU. Mm. Um and she she can deliver any type of portrayal with Wanda. It's very clear. It's unfortunate that script did not allow her to. Uh, yeah. But even with what she was given and the fact that it didn't even make sense to her, but she <laughs> did a good job with it. Now, that's <laughs> if it had made sense. Imagine how she could have, you know. Right. But, um, but yeah, so I would say that too. Also, I'm just thinking about how is it that he didn't see WandaVision, but her kids were in the movie? I, right, like uh, yeah, that yeah. Also, she just got done shooting it. You do you think 
Elizabeth's over there talking about that TV show. What, what TV show? Like, <laughs> like, does he think she was crazy? Like, <laughs> I just wish he, I, I do feel like now that like, you brought it up earlier, like he definitely was, was bullshit in there a bit, maybe. Cause like, <laughs> I, I think he just wanted a way out of saying, oh, well, I didn't do that because I never saw it, which I don't know why you would think that, you know, that would be like, make it better. But it definitely was not a good continuation of, of who she, it, like she left off. She was sad. I know, and I'm like, I feel like they used the dark hold. Another thing, if you didn't watch it, how did you know the dark hold was a thing? But like, <laughs> I feel like they definitely used the dark hold as a cop out, and it it, sh- it should have been she her wanting a redemption from what she did in Wandavision, and at least thirty minutes in being like, oh fuck that. Actually, I got yeah. this book here that can tell us how to just completely take over. Let's do that. Like it's just it's unfortunate, but I it, I I I struggle to just say I hated the movie because I could watch. Elizabeth Olsen in it all day. I'll just go on YouTube and just like watch her separately and we'll just mm. act like that was the movie. <laughs> I, w- I will say like once it was on Disney Plus, it does have, I mean, I still think it's a bad movie, but it like, it borders on like camp bad where it's fun, but it's not, for me, it's not quite there, but there are like, I don't know, it's probably the the Marvel movie I've like put on a lot and like screenshotted content from the most. Um, because like, I still enjoy watching Wanda. It's just, I... I think of that annoyance, that first Carmitage scene where she's just ruthlessly murdering everyone. And I was like, wait a minute, what? What's going on? Like, I thought it was going to be like the Marvel thing where it's like, oh, she shoots them into a wall and they're unconscious for the rest of the scene. And that's that's what she's doing. But no, it was like, ooh, she exploded. It doesn't make sense because it's like also like why, why? Why banish Agatha if you were going to go that route anyways? Right? You yeah, should have been like, let's do it together. You <laughs> literally spent an entire final battle saying, I don't need you to tell me who I am. I'm not going to be evil. And then, like, it just didn't. Right. And I, I'm tired of, of people using the dark hole. As, I know, right? I, I hated the movie because I really didn't. I just, I, I am realizing I'm very biased because I love Elizabeth Olsen's portrayal of Wanda just that much. Yeah. Um, but, like, if we were to, if if it was not for her, and I had to, you know, let this movie just stand on its own. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, also in that battle, you have to. <laughs> the two most powerful sorcerers are just running around yelling at people <laughs> and not really doing. <laughs> yes. <anything>. He's like, <laughs> falsify your minds, and you're just like, why aren't you helping with the shield, Wong? Why? Why? Why don't you? Why don't you help? Just a little bit, a little bit of your shield power. <laughs> and like Dr. Strange went up to talk to her and was like, well, I did all I can. I'm going to go sit down. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, literally just sitting around. Sitting there. The, the, all those little baby sorcerers are putting up the shield and they're just sitting around being like talking. Like, Juan, do you want a cocktail? I think I'm going to get one. <laughs> like, just a, just yeah. A, I, not I, really making a lot of sense if you're just you're not putting that much into the defense of Kamertage. That is that is also another thing. I mean, I know now we're rehashing Multiverse of Madness again, but that is another thing that I go back to when people are like, no, like you just gotta like take out your bias. And like even taking out my bias, the movie's still stupid at a lot of points. <laughs> like that, like it it makes me bananas anytime I rewatched it. Cause like the Illuminati, I I my the thing I've come around to is that the Illuminati would have worked better for me if it were already, if it were full of actors in the roles that we'd already seen them do really good in those roles to see them defeated would be like, Oh no. And like, it wouldn't like, clearly this isn't going to happen, but like a captain America that's Chris Evans being defeated means a lot more than like Peggy Carter suddenly in the role of captain America getting defeated. And like, 
if it, you know, I, I just think it should have been characters we already knew because as we all said, the audience had to do a lot of work. And if the audience haven't watched the X-Men movie, they're like, all right, that guy in the like yellow hovercraft chair, like whatever. And like, I, it just doesn't work. Right. And like, he should have, even if we had to kill them, they should have been able to fight her longer to, it just, yeah. Anyway. And then the fact that like, oh, she can kill them all from afar. She explodes Black Bolt's head from across the room, but like has to run after Dr. Strange in America. Like, can't she just blow their heads up? Um, anyway, I, that is definitely, I would say Multiverse of Madness because of the letdown <laughs> is my least favorite Marvel thing maybe ever, but it's a lot of the letdown part. Like if we hadn't had WandaVision, I probably would only dislike it a regular amount. Um, <laughs> but my favorite things, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, I think I, I don't know. It's like, I don't know that the feeling I got watching that I've never been so emotional. Like the moment Aunt May dies till the end of the fucking film, I was crying um, and I just think that they really got the emotional beats. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, Andrew Garfield and Toby and Toby McGuire, I don't even like those Spider-Man movies, but seeing him again was so nice. And like, even though we all knew it still felt like a surprise seeing them, right? Cause the movie was working really well without them. Like, it's not like yeah. you yeah. were like, Oh, this isn't working. This sucks without them. But like, yeah. and they made a very great decision. And like, cause we went in with those rumors and it's like this small tidbit of, Maybe it's not true. Let's not get our uh, our excitement right. too high. But at that point, we kind of knew. But they, we didn't get. They, they, they timed it very, very well. We didn't get Kobe and Andrew until like maybe what, like an hour before. I think so. Movie. Yeah. And they, it, they used them completely within that hour, so it didn't feel like a throwaway cameo. Of, okay, yes. okay, here you go. Like you get to see them for twenty seconds, and then they're gonna die. Um, but it also they didn't allow it to overshadow. Like they gave us. Enough time for us to get that nostalgia, enough time for both Andrew and Toby to shine, Mm -hmm. um, but made sure it still remained Tom Holland's movie. Um, And that was that was so excellent, considering the fact that, like, I mean, I hate to say it. I hate to say it to Marvel. but Sony (laughs) did a better job with that than you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) you're right. (laughs) Maybe like and I, I will say, like, I I agree that. Uh, Wakanda Forever has had some of the best performances. I do think this is Tom Holland's best performance. Like, he is so fucking good in this movie Mm -hmm. um, that, like, I don't know that I would have thought he could bring it that much, but he really fucking did. And, like, when he's, like, holding his aunt, ugh, ugh. Like, I, like, could not stop sobbing. And he, you know, it's because he has such, like, also, like, a baby face. Yeah. Um, even though clearly now he looks like a man because we we see that chest. Um, but like it, it's like mixed with like his baby face and his like happy go lucky. But then seeing him like cry ugh, like I thought that was such a fucking good performance. Um, like one of the best in the movies. Like I I was very surprised. But Marissa is- Tomei, she <laughs> pulled it out of him. She my Oscar award winner, <laughs> Marissa Tomei with a lifetime pass. <laughs> um and so like i think that and wandavision probably have been my two favorites in a long time um but like i also i loved she hulk i loved wakanda forever i loved miss marvel um and so it's weird right but i and shang chi probably is one of my favorite mcu movies in general like i really fucking loved it do i think it fell apart in the third act yes it was too much cgi but i still like the character's 
it felt like a very fresh origin story for a character, and I'm a hard sell on an origin story, but, like, Katie and Shang-Chi's dynamic was really good, and, like, his dynamic with his sister was really good. Like, the characters, it was, like, very fucking fun. And, like, I... Uh, it's weird because it was, like, that, and then Eternals, and Eternals, I was like, oh, boy, this is rough. Um, And, yeah, you, I, I think I agree that, like, Eternals... Once I have some room from it, I'm like, it's not as bad as I thought it was, but like, I still don't love it. Um, but yeah, I think the shows, the shows have done a really good job of opening up this universe. Like, I, I don't know that there's been one that like I've act I actively hated. I just, yeah, I just need them to get a little better at sticking the landing with like Moon Knight. Okay. If you needed to give them two more episodes, give them fucking two more episodes. Like, I, I don't want to feel like a story is rushed when it's like this. Cause it's like, Disney owns this. It's not like they're doing it for someone else. Like Disney's doing it for them. So they should yeah, be able they don't to like, have to, not right? every show needs, needs to be either six or nine episodes. Yeah. Like, you, man, you like, can do whatever you want. Yeah, You're exactly. not going to be like, wait a second. Right. You said either six or nine. This one only has eight. <laughs> and we're not going to do that. Just tell yeah. a good story. I feel like they, if they give themselves a little it's bit probably more a budget thing, probably if they give themselves a little bit more leeway with storytelling, the shows will be even better. Um, but yeah, I, and I, Jesus Christ, I will tell all of you that like doing, I, you probably, all of you probably encounter this too, but like doing social media for these Marvel sh shit, the Marvel shit, Ms. Marvel and She-Hulk, literally like the hashtag would bring in trolls immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like in a way that I had not seen before with Marvel stuff, like She-Hulk like in itself, like, right. and it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. It's like. You don't like the show, but you are under the hashtag more. And this is this is another part of the the, the touch. You need to go outside and touch grass series. <laughs> like, why are you searching for people who like something right. that you like that you don't like just to argue with them? Like, yeah. go outside, get friends, meet human beings. You might find out a lot of people don't like things that you like, and that you uh you know that you like things that they don't like, and it's not the end of the world. Like, I don't care that people want to make a million videos about not liking something. I do think that's personally a waste of time, but it's your content. Do what you want. This right. phase brought in a level up. It's not enough for me to say I don't like this. I need to yes. find people who do and and fight with them. And it's like, I. It, it, I'm not going to know. All right. So I'm just going to leave it there. Because like, you know, I, I don't approve of the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing in any way, shape or form. But I do think some of the comments that were made came from people who are like, oh my God, if I say the wrong thing to someone, would they smack the shit out of me? And it's like the way y'all talk to people sometimes, it's not just a matter of, oh, I disagree. I, I, I really didn't like the show. No, y'all, I have I saw people fully attack someone because they had the nerve to say, I really like the last She-Hulk episode. Like, get a grip. Right. Yes. Yes. Truly get a grip. Like, and I just, like, that's that's a thing I also don't understand, Ashley. That's a really good point of, like, okay, if you hate it, why are you searching the hashtag? Like, who cares? Just, like, you're allowed like to hate it. I wasn't even doing that. How? Right. <laughs> right. Listen to me. The only show I've ever had, like, notices on from the MCU as someone who was a diehard fan was WandaVision. That was because that shit left us on a cliffhanger every episode, and yeah. I needed answers. That's the only show that has ever had me to that extent. Yeah. So I don't understand how is it you hate, like, there's no way. There's no, like, and that was back when, before Twitter was obviously what it is now, where it, like, now pushes shit that you're not following. Like, right. you can't see that unless you go looking for it. Yeah. So you and went like, looking why? for it. You went looking for people who liked it. You're a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, I love when you get riled up. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, but yeah, no, I that it has been so weird. Like the the first tweet I did with the She-Hulk hashtag, there were like eight bots being like, "Oh, worst Marvel movie ever," and it's like it's not even a fucking movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> like exactly. you're not even trolling correctly. Like. Exactly. I kid you not. This time last week, um, what did I? I actually I was tweeting about the fact I was tweeting about Jonathan Majors mm. getting that crowd pumped right in front of Paul Rudd. I thought that shit was hilarious, and I, it, mm. it kind of went viral. And I had a friend who like commented was like, "Oh, if he told you to yell his name, you would." And I was like, "Absolutely, I would do it as loud as he wanted." And I think <laughs> yes. I used a She-Hulk reaction picture. Mm-hmm. And had someone reply this, and that's not me saying the name. That's not me using the hashtag. A reaction photo yeah. of uh, me- not even She Hulk, Megan The Stallion from She Hulk when she's in the courtroom. Okay. A reaction photo, and someone <laughs> replied back and was like, "Stop using reaction images from port from from bad shows." <laughs> oh my god! Like you know how much of a fucking loser you have to be <laughs> to lose your shit over a reaction photo. And you yeah. think it's the people who like the show who need lives? My guy. My guy. Yes. A reaction photo. You saw the snowflakes. Tweet. You saw the tweet. You went through the replies. Look like you. Do you understand the level? And then had the nerve to reply back with, "These are real women in in TV shows or uh, or in the MCU and or, or whatever." And like she sent me, they sent me. Uh, a Vernera picture from Game of, from House of the Dragon, and then they sent me um, Angela Bassett. And I'm like. Do you think it's not possible for me to like all three of these characters right. and talk to me about Angela Bassett? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to me about, we'll about liking argument. House of the Dragon when I have a fucking a series on it? Yeah. I'm like, sorry you don't have the capability to like more than one thing. Like, no, <laughs> this is a message to the parents. Do better by your children because they shouldn't <laughs> like they should not be so engulfed in media that they have a visceral reaction like this. You're failing. I don't I don't care. This is a parental failure because your your kids have self-identified so much on the internet to the point that they don't know how yeah i just i just don't understand it yeah like i and i also don't understand what they get out of that but like the i will the the mcu discourse in general has become like online kind of and stuff like yeah I, like I, I, I again do- it's it's both sides it's like both sides of like the like film people who hate Marvel for existing, and then the people who are like the annoying like like oh it's not as good as my life. Yeah, like I, I just the other day I was seeing something about Brie Larson. I don't remember something that was of course taken out of context that she said. They were like oh look blah blah blah. She's saying she hates someone. Yeah, and then it was like I I don't know why I expanded the the tweet to look at the replies, but it was like. Oh, everyone always hates her. She actually hates men. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's the worst actor in the MCU. And it's like, she has a fucking Oscar. <laughs> or was she nominated? Wait, she does have one, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, she does. Yeah, she she got one for the room. Yeah. yeah. That's um, what got her the job. <laughs> yeah, like. It's uh, usually what happens. And like, I yeah, I don't understand that. But I the thing I'm looking forward to the most moving forward is one, I want them to do I actually wouldn't mind a mix of Werewolf by Night types and Guardians the Guardians of the Galaxy type specials where it's like some are like just like fun, completely removed, and some are like, ooh, let's put pre-established characters in like a fun holiday whatever. Yeah. I think that could be cute. I think like honestly with Werewolf by Night, I hope I wouldn't mind if it was like Oh well, Elsa and Jack Russell and Swamp and Man Thing. I almost said Swamp Thing. Man Thing need to team up again to fight Agatha or something like that. Like, I kind of really liked those three characters and hope we see them again. Um, 
Wait, you like Elsa Bloodstone? Who would have seen that? I coming? know, right? And <laughs> <laughs> our in our review for it, Adam Sass was like, Elsa Bloodstone was a character made for you to love, Ian. And I was like, Yeah, she is. <laughs> She's very buffy. It's very uh like character I love. But like, and I I did like her in the comics too, because I I read her run on Marvel Zombies, which I tried to find in in uh with all my books, but I couldn't find. So I know I have the trade of it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that was when I really liked her, but I like didn't know who she was. Um, because also at that she's time, she's a very useless character in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the game, the video mm. game. Oh, was she in that? I didn't remember her being in that. <laughs> she's in it. It's very bad. Um, she's also in uh the Marvel Mobile game I used to play a lot called like Marvel Future Fight, and it's kind of like a watered down mobile version of uh, Ultimate Alliance. And she was one of my favorite characters to play in that. Um. But yeah, I kind of hope they do more specials like that. But also, I am looking forward to like superhero team movies. Um, that's the only. That's like, I mean, we got it with Eternals, but um, yeah, oof. We kind of yeah. got it with No Way Home, at least in the end. True. Yeah. Yeah. All technically the same superhero, but they all brought something. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that's like the thing I'm looking forward to most. Just because like I enjoy them, but doesn't mean I don't enjoy. You know. I love Wakanda Forever. I love Spider-Man No Way Home um, and Shang-Chi. Like, I still enjoy the ones without a team. It's just, I like a team book. Um, Yeah, I think that's what I'm looking forward to most is like more like, I am curious to see what their Avengers lineup will look like. Um, Because I kind of do hope She-Hulk, like for me, I'm like, She-Hulk, Shang-Chi, I don't even know if they would use him in that way, but like, spider-man and dr strange and like i don't even know that i feel like because shuri's black pan like i kind of want to put her on the team too but i'm like oh but she's new like let her let her like be annoyed with the avengers first and then she can join like i kind of would like because i always feel like the way the x-men think of the avengers where they're like oh these guys cops yeah like (laughs) like i kind of wouldn't mind shuri having that kind of interaction with them um, no, I think that'd be really fascinating. And right? like, if you're, well, I mean, the whole entire Wakanda Forever has shown us that, like, it builds out this world where it's like where pe- where people don't trust Wakanda, and they don't really have. I mean, Wakanda doesn't really trust anyone, and they have very, very big reasons why they don't. And it's yeah. show, it's kind of shown to fruition. And I think, yeah, like I think the whole idea of like Shuri being or and whoever. <laughs> comes out of this press tour live <laughs> and marketing blitz but like i think the whole idea of like wakanda being an isolationist and going back to being an isolationist and only honoring its alliance with uh talokan is that how you say it mm-hmm. yeah Talo. yeah i think that would be really fascinating in yeah. that like okay well you guys haven't really given us a, you guys keep trying to raid our vibranium we're right. not going to trust you right yeah. Um, I think that like we kind of have really two big villains. Like we know Kang is going to be the the big bad Thanos mm-hmm. level. On some level, he'll also be. Well, I shouldn't say Thanos level because there's still some. I don't know. There's some rumors around Doctor Doom and stuff like that. But right now, he's like the closest we have to like that Thanos level threat. But I think he's also like because we know there's variants of him. I think we'll get some Loki levels, and then he'll get more dangerous, especially yeah. since he's a movie that's going that's going to be about well. Where he'll be the main focus because it's called King Dynasty, uh, but we also still also we have Valentina who is also yeah. a villain. Uh, she's not really seen as one yet in terms of the MCU is concerned, like in, like the characters of the MCU. But we know she's up to something as the audience. 
Um, and so I say that to say that like a Sam Wilson type character probably is not going to be the most useful against Kang, but I think Valentino is going to be like, I see these things happening at the same time. I can see, Oh, yeah. all the heroes are distracted with Kang. Here's my chance to try and, cause you know, she made it very clear. Her goal is to get vibranium. Her goal is to start these wars. Um, or I should say, or for America to be able to colonize, which I mean, we already do, but, uh, <laughs> that, uh, but like that since since that that being, I, I see her being the big bad for some of those characters like Sam Wilson. We know Thunderbolt yeah. is coming. Um, my gut is telling me that Bucky is going to be not to. I don't think Thunderbolts know how they're going to be used yet. They're going to think they're doing something good, but because mm-hmm. of who they're working yeah. for, um, that's not going to be the case. And I see once you know it becomes that they're up against Wakanda, which. I have so many questions around that because if you think a bunch of super soldiers are supposed to be a threat to Wakanda, that's going to be crazy. But um, <laughs> cause I'm like, unless y'all got abominations somewhere behind, you know, the can- ghosts can walk through walls. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I see Bucky's getting to watch. I see that being his redemption story with them or whatever. But I think like, I just say that to say, I think Valentina is going to be the villain for a certain subset of heroes who we've been introduced while others are going to be, trying to handle Kang. I'm going to be honest. I don't really know who in this story is supposed to really, other than maybe Dr. Strange. Like that's like, mm-hmm. I know he technically doesn't have powers. His powers is high tech, but like, I don't know if y'all read the comics around Kang. Like that's not so, like the characters we've gotten so far, like they, they not really a threat for him in even the slightest shape or form. So no. it's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious to see where they'll go. Um, I guess, I don't know. I was going to have us grade it, but I feel like that feels stupid. There's been so much. Um, I guess, like, well, that's how we end. I guess, well, how would you grade this year of the MCU, but also how would you grade Phase 4 in general? Um, Hard. I know. I'm going to go, I'm going to make Alex go first again. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Unless Brett is already prepared. Brett, I know you're usually prepared. I mean... I feel like I would probably give b- b- both like B's. Okay. B plus. I mean, it, I guess I, again, like I, I think I, I don't understand people saying that phase four is a, yeah, a waste. I mean, we've already talked about like, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand, understand that. Cause it's like, we got a lot of really good, like all of the TV shows are in phase four and the TV shows or like the saving grace of it. But yeah. then we also have, you know, Shang-Chi and No Way Home and Wakanda Forever. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like I liked, I mean, I still liked all these movies. So yeah, I mean, I think like a B is yeah. good. That's fair. Um, uh, Ashley? Um, <laughs> because this is what I'm trying to do to math in my head. I take what was the best project to come out, which for me was Wakanda Forever, which was like mm. a perfect A. Then I take what was the worst project to come out, which I think may have been Love and Thunder, and I think I would give that like a D. <laughs> More and than so, Eternals? Or are we doing mm, only 2022? I, mean, I think, to be honest, if Eternals had managed to be shorter, <laughs> and so I would probably give it like, I would I would put it at a, I would, if it had managed to be the same length as Love and Thunder and not make me go through way too much more of, of that I, I would maybe even give it, a, I would have given it a C. Like, I think I would give Eternals a D more so just because like, even though it wasn't good, I could have maybe enjoyed it more if it wasn't like, oh my God, I have another 40 minutes of this to go. <laughs> um, 
So it's like, you, you know, it's like you could have been better than Love and Thunder, but then you you punished me. And so now it's like, um, so ugh, I'm trying, I don't, I'm going to say B minus. I'll say B minus. I'll do that then. You know, I'm just, I'm just going to, it definitely, it's, it's, it's hard because it's like, it's not as extreme as some people saying everything that came out was so awful. Right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But like, yeah, it did have some misses. That's not to ignore the way that it definitely hit it out the park for some things. But if I have to grade it all together, then unfortunately those misses do take away from the things that it was able to achieve and taking those things into it, into account, it really does mess with the grade. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with B, B minus. All right, Alex. I'd say B. B is, I mean, it passed. The final was really good. <laughs> it had a really, it did really well in the final. Uh, but there was a lot of like stuff that's like that I was kind of like, eh. I didn't like. I think Moon Knight was the only thing I didn't finish. Has been the only. Mar- well, no lies. <laughs> the Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Moon Knight are two series i just like could i was just like i don't care i like do not care about this that much that's fair um and and could not get myself to finishing uh but yeah i think the good stuff that's i mean yeah b i i feel like c would be too harsh maybe b minus but c for like a c for an asian person is like complete failure so (laughs) i think you have to keep this in mind (laughs) um i think if I was going with 2022, I might be like C plus. Um, no, because Wakanda Forever and uh, Ms. Marvel and She-Hulk were so good. But then everything else I like, felt kind of like eh about, except for Multiverse Madness, which I fucking hated. Um, and last year, I think last year would have like overall, I think I'd give maybe like a BB plus. Um, but if we're doing just this year, maybe it'd be like a B minus. Um, yeah, I guess like it hasn't been as bad. It just hasn't been as consistent. It hasn't been like bad, bad the way people pretend, but it definitely hasn't been as consistent as other phases. But like we all said, I'm glad they're taking more like bigger swings. Like I am, even if some of them were misses for me, I am glad that we're like doing different shit. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Thanks for uh, joining me to talk about uh, MCU again. The three of you who are my like MCU experts on the podcast. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, happy New Year for whenever this comes out. Should be close to the end <laughs> of the year. Um, and uh, we, if you like Slayer Fest '98, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at SlayerFestX98. If you want to subscribe to our Patreon, you can get access to bonus episodes, uh, our My Nudie Judy videos, and our Discord server. And if you want to follow me, I am at IanXCarlos on all social media platforms. Ashley, where can everyone find you? Ashley K. Smalls um, on everything, mostly Twitter and TikTok. Uh, Marvel Fans Assemble, Twitter community, I think we're on Discord. We're on Discord as well because we don't know what the future of the future of Twitter looks bleak. <laughs> what else? Yeah, and I'm I'm try- I'm gonna try and get this blog back up and running. But <laughs> uh, until then, AshleyKSmalls.com right now is is also if you want to like personally read stuff and things like that. Cool. Uh, Alex, where can everyone find you when you're writing? 
Uh, I'm a Vox with a V, and I will ride and die for James Marsden as Cyclops. He was wronged forever. <laughs> riding for Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah, we established this. <laughs> uh, Brett, where did everyone find you when you're writing? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Brett White, and you can read uh, just approaching 40 Christmas movie uh, reviews oh. on Decider. Brett, I don't, I truly don't know how much, how you put out this much content and have time to do anything else. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. I don't know why. And just to be clear, I volunteer every year. I'm like, every year I make it this weird personal goal to be like, how many Lifetime and Hallmark movies can I review? And I'm definitely getting my record this year. So, oh boy, I'm really tired. Anytime I'm like, oh, I need a tweet for this, I can go to Brett's author page and there are like, it could be two days since I last posted something of Brett's and there are like eight more pieces already posted on Decider. Um, yeah, I'm like not even sure Brett's a real person. Like I'm pretty <laughs> sure, like if anyone's familiar with No Girl from the comic books, <laughs> I just kind of feel like Brett is just No Girl and then just whatever we see of Brett on Instagram is just a projection from that brain. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> be a lot easier <laughs> I was gonna uh, say it doesn't sound so bad um, alright well uh, thank you all for listening and we will see you next time bye bye, bye.